Well, it's May 3rd, 2020. If you stop to think about everything happening here in the good old U.S. of A., you might think that there are only two sides to every story. But actually, there are many more sides. At last count, there were over 327 million sides to our American story. On this program, we'll take a look at different stories from a different point of view, mine. Hopefully, after listening, absorbing, and actually thinking about what you hear, it might become your point of view as well. I'm Steve, and today I'm telling it like it is. And this is why sometimes the truth hurts. It is May 3rd, 2020, just another day in our American story. But exactly 42 years ago today, on May 3rd, 1978, I experienced my first taste of natural disaster known as flooding. Wednesday, May 3rd, 1978, I was a high school kid being indoctrinated into one of the first forays into the advantages of solar energy. The day was being touted as Sun Day, even though it fell on a Wednesday. It was supposed to be a late spring day in New Orleans filled with sunlight and the introduction of photovoltaic cells that could harness solar energy from the South Louisiana baking sun to power things in our daily lives. Being from New Orleans, I remember this day in history as being something far more menacing. The infamous May 3rd flood. I sat in first period classroom, bored by the droning on of teachers already at 7.30 in the morning when the first clap of thunder lashed out right after the flash of lightning. They sure picked a poor day to host a solar event, I thought to myself, chuckling at the irony. The rain started in earnest at 7.45 a.m. The sky became so dark that the automatic parking lot lights kicked on. The sky opened up in a massive downpour, and by 11.45 a.m., just four short hours later, the National Weather Service gauge at New Orleans International Airport had registered over 10.5 inches of rain. I wasn't in the city of New Orleans proper, which is basically a cereal bowl below sea level. I was right across the river in Jefferson Parish, where things were supposed to be higher and drier. The city of New Orleans and the surrounding area, however, were underwater. Between two and five feet of water inundated the school, the roads, filled the ditches and parking lots. The entire area came to a standstill. We were, of course, dismissed from class, but the bus could not roll for safety reasons. I was a freshman in high school, so I was too young to have a driver's license, but I was also too stubborn to sit at the school and wait for the water to recede, and I was too determined to get out of there. This place was not going to hold me, no siree. Not when freedom was just a short walk away. Short, of course, being about a three and a half mile walk to my former junior high school, where my mom worked, and hopefully higher ground. I loaded my books and walked in ankle-deep water out the school building and made it to U.S. Highway 90, noticing that the closer I got to the roadway, the higher the water rose. Cars and trucks and buses were stranded, rain still coming down, but in much less volume than during the height of the storm. By the time I reached the sidewalk along the highway, the water was about mid-thigh. Undiscouraged, I continued my trek in the floodwaters towards the town of West Wego, where a three-story school, my mom worked as a secretary, and my two brothers attended as students, was 
not too far away. I waded through the water. When I got about a mile from the high school, I began to see things I thought I'd never see, boats on the highway. Not massive ships, mind you, but small 14, 16 foot flat boats, canoes, a kayak, and the ever popular P-Rogue, a small canoe-like boat operated by Cajuns. As I walked along now in the waist-deep water, I began to question my sanity, primarily because I can't swim. This older gentleman was paddling in my general direction and asked me where I was headed. I told him my destination. He said, my son attended that school and it was okay, hop on in. Now this was 1978, so the thought of stranger danger was not in the lexicon at the time. I got in, grabbed a paddle, and assisted in the ferrying process. When I got out, I thanked the man for his kindness and walked now completely soaked up the stairs to the second floor office to the school to wait for the water to recede. So if you think May 3rd is just another day, you're probably not from New Orleans. Incidentally, May 3rd, 1849 was a date of a major levee breach which flooded the city of New Orleans. And May 3rd, 2010 was the day that the embattled New Orleans mayor, Sugar Ray Nagin, was ousted from office later to serve prison time for his various scandals involving Hurricane Katrina. But likely, to you, not from New Orleans, May 3rd is the day before the International Feast of Star Wars, which of course will be tomorrow. May the 4th, as in, may the 4th be with you. Those without a lisp will probably not understand. It's not always about politics. But there is always a benefit to stirring the pot, a benefit to all sides. One benefit is you might learn something. Another benefit is I might learn something. Remember that the agitators, those who carry big spoons for stirring the pot, are usually the ones most likely to benefit from stirring the pot. You see, some people make their living and get their continual rotating 15 minutes of fame by stirring the pot at every chance they get. In this series, I give you my opinion. I apologize if my opinion offends you, but it is my opinion. Therefore, I retract nothing. It's up to you to either agree or to disagree. Remember, the truth hurts. 